Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. Hey, Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found and, of course, taped live at the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. On this episode, we're going to talk about AEW Dynamite and a possible like major heel turn, perhaps, and uh, definitely a title change. Uh, but first, if you're watching this, on the YouTube, do us a huge favor. Hit that thumbs up button. That means you like it. You can always take it away if you don't like it in the end. And then hit that subscribe button and the little notify bell so you always, uh, you know, find out when there's new going in raw stuff. If you're listening to us in the audio realm, do us a huge favor. Leave us a rating, review, or a comment. It really helps boost going in raw in the ratings. We're going to talk about Dynamite in just a second. But first, there's a little bit of info about... Wow. Larson and Tessa Blanchard, their big signing when they sort of first announced that they were coming back and they were going to be on TV and stuff. Yeah. The Women of Wrestling reboot, though, has yet to really hold their first taping. That's probably and, this uh, weekend. Okay. And uh, but in advance of that, there's already a little bit of trouble brewing, apparently, thanks to Tessa Blanchard. Larson, what's the, what's the scoop here? So this is from Fightful Select. They're reporting that there has been some sort of fallout between Tessa and the promotion, according to Fightful. Uh, Tessa is no longer in charge of training talents. Uh, apparently acting classes were canceled after Tessa 
dropped a promo that saw her, quote, tear apart wrestler Samantha Sage, which then led to, quote, many trainees speaking up. And then a former WOW talent speculated Fightful that Tessa was likely gone from the company. However, Fightful was unable to actually uh, confirm it with Women of Wrestling. Hmm. Interesting. Um, I guess we'll find out. You think this is an elaborate? Listen, you think this is an elaborate work, Larson? <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. Tessa is like, how many places is she going to take off that she's not going to be working at? If this is the truth, if this is the truth. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, so, yeah, the, yeah. I mean, it seems like. I don't know. Or I don't know. I don't know. Honestly, don't know. I don't. I don't know. Like they announced this thing a long time they ago. They did, and, and AJ like, Lee's oh, involved. Cool. Like the AJ creative Lee's side of things. Involved. Yeah, and then and then it was like, and then Tessa was involved, and they they, they doubled down on and released that terrible oh, shirt. That shirt is awful, awful. Nuclear heat shirt. So bad. Um, so bad. So yeah, I'm gonna say no, no to that. And that really bummed me out. I was like, oh, cool, that's awesome. And then she showed up and was like, uh. So, um, you know. It is what it is. We'll see what happens. Um, let's talk about AEW. Yeah, let's man. talk about AEW. The, the 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 top new top heel in the company, Hangman Page, eviscerating CM Punk on the mic tonight. This was supposed to be apparently an angle that happened last week. Yeah, but he uh, apparently tested positive yeah, or went the protocol COVID, or whatever yeah, they call yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, and so they did it this week. Um, I didn't really want to see the guy as a bad guy. He's too likable. He's too loved on the roster. Here's the I thing. think this is probably just a one-off thing for Punk. Right? Yeah, I think this is just the story. Here's the thing. He drops that promo, which, yeah, you can you can, you can can look at the verbiage, listen to him drop said promo. There's one detail that I noticed that, it, it, that for him, this is all bluster. It's when he got mm. out of the ring and he stood on the floor and he let out a really deep, heavy sigh. Mm. He gets out of the ring and it's, it's like me when I used to come in the office at 9 in the morning. Yeah, right. Rather be anywhere else. It was like I he probably felt I had to come out and do this. Mm, though yeah. I don't didn't really want to. Yeah. You know, like Punk got the opening salvo last week. He was gone. He has to come out and show that he's not going to be overwhelmed by the specter of CM Punk and all that comes with it. Mm-hmm. And so he says, so he has to say, I'm guessing, there's no respect, no handshake. I'm going to beat the hell out of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, good guys versus bad. That's what I think. I just think he's like, yeah, I grew up with WWE. It had to be good guys versus bad guys. So I'll just be the bad guy. Um, I mean, I mean, no, yeah, I, li- I like that idea. I mean, I I like that. Hangman is he ain't a pushover anymore. Nope. You know, he's not sort of he's he's not the guy who in the Kenny stuff was sulking and sad. He's learning how to be. Dude, this is my title. And nobody's going to take this shit away from me. And if I have to go through Lance Archer in a Texas death match, and then Adam Cole in a Texas death match, and then this guy, that guy, and the other guy, I'm going to do that. And CM Punk comes in here, and, oh, everybody loves CM Punk, and I'm I'm so happy to be here, and I got all the people on my side, and the crowd's chanting CM Punk. All right, fine, fuck that. You're not getting the title. Sorry. I imagine maybe a part of it from a storyline perspective, too, is Paige has been there since day one. You know, mm-hmm, yeah. And here comes Phil coming on mm-hmm. in, and sure, mm-hmm. he's not launched into the title scene immediately. He's got some wins under his belt. Under his belt, you could say. I mean, hell, he's number one in the rankings. You can say he has earned a title shot, like mm-hmm, legitimately yeah, sure. earned a title shot based on his performance. Still, 
This is Hangman Page. He probably thinks, man, you just can't come into my company, walk up and think you get a title shot against me. Yeah. You know? Come on, man. Yeah, no, I know. I'm I'm with you. It's much more interesting for him to be like, no, fuck you. I know. As opposed to, oh, wow. Wow, Phil, it's an honor to be uh, in the ring. I remember watching you when I was like 15 years old, and I thought you were great then. I think you're great now. No, F that. This is my title. I mean, you're going to bleed. That's what's going to happen. Yeah, no. You're old. I watch your UFC fights. Not impressed. Not that tough after all. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen your saddest face probably possible after you lost. (laughs) Right. I saw you literally look like another human after you got pummeled. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, (laughs) this whole story they're doing with Paige has been great with its implementation implementation of subtlety. You get little bits. Very rarely is it huge emotive moments. It's the little mm. details where I feel like the real yeah. storytelling is happening here, you know? And, yeah, and right. I think a lot yeah. of people are going to focus on him saying there's not going to be any masturbatory Bret Hart tribute match. I loved that That's line. That's a great line. I know I like that, that a lot. That was awesome. But that I, was great. I think it's the little bits, the size, the the the, the glances, and, and, and mm-hmm. the little moments that really flesh out who Hangman Page is as a character right now. It's always been Hangman's thing, too. That's yep. what's great about yep. it is that he's always been an attention to the details kind of guy. Yep. With his character, every time the camera's around him, or even, you know, if he's in the vicinity of a camera, he's 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 in the moment. He's doing all the stuff that that all the breadcrumbs you can put them all the all the puzzle pieces you can put them all together. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no. So I like that man. It adds it adds a bit of dimension to this. Um, heading into <clears throat> double or nothing. Uh, let's switch gears over to Ring of Honor, completely different promotion, owned by AEW. Uh, Mercedes Martinez is now the undisputed Ring of Honor champion. She was the interim Ring of Honor women's champion. Uh, coming into this, of course, Deanna Perrazzo, who uh, apparently couldn't make uh, that Ring of Honor Super pay-per-view. Card of Honor, yeah. Apparently, Super I think she did an interview. Honor, yeah. Gosh, I'm sorry. I can't remember the outlet. Um, she said she already had a match. I think at Multiverse of Matches, the Impact show, mm-hmm. the same weekend, the same day. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, this could do both matches the same day. So they had to reschedule her title defense. Um, it makes sense now that uh, ring of honor is an AEW slash Tony Khan property. You know, he owns ring of honor. Now, uh, Deanna Parazzo, she signed with impact. It just what, you know, as much as I, I would shit, I'd love Deanna Parazzo to be on ring of honor. This mm, new ring yeah. of honor. I think it'd be great. Cause Deanna Parazzo is great. Yeah. Contrast get in the way of that stuff you know, for like a full-time thing. So you kind of knew Mercedes was walking out of this match with the belt. Um, still a solid match. I wish they could they could have given it a, a bit more time, but I was happy it was it was the main event. Man, I'm actually pretty happy about I, I knew you're I know you're this isn't the point you were making, but Mercedes Martinez, at this point in her career, being the face of the women's oh, division yeah, totally. for Ring awesome. of Honor. It's awesome. I think we both agree it's great, you know, and Deanna Perrazzo, she's probably it wouldn't shock me if she ended up getting that impact title back, she's still pretty much the 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 face of that division. She's had a killer past eighteen months or yep. so. Yep. Um, but uh, I love this for Mercedes Martinez, man. She went to NXT. They did nothing with her. They tried to put her in retribution. She, she said, was like, I, I don't want to do that. But uh, but for her, I really feel like this kind of th- this is this is such a great spot for her after the shot at WWE. They brought her in AEW. AEW doesn't feature the women as much as they should, so it's hard to get time there for her. She could easily get lost in the shuffle. Now look at her. Everybody's going to be watching 
this new Ring of Honor, at least at the outset, mm-hmm. she's the perfect person to be holding that title and 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 be the one that everybody's uh, going after. I think that's that's pretty awesome for her. And uh, and Deanna's still on uh, on Impact, and that that's great for her in their yep. women's division. Those yep. are those are amazing faces to have for your women's definitely, division. Definitely. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Uh, one more uh, item to get here before we go to the breakdown of the show. Uh now that uh, Ray Phoenix, Jeff Hardy have qualified for the Owen Hart tournament, we know the bracket. It is as follows. So on the left side, first round matches, you got Ray Phoenix taking on Kyle O'Reilly. Then you got Samoa Joe taking on Joker. Now, who is Joker? Is going to be genuine Joker product? Will uh, will they be Brand X? <laughs> This is, so I, I'm I'm just like in my mind, let's just hash this out real quick. Of course, Brand X would be in my mind like a Jay Lethal. Like yeah, he's already in a feud with Joe. He's already in a feud uh, with him. He's not he's not a new signee. He's oh, not coming back I from know, injury. I know, but I would I wouldn't say Jay Lethal's Brand X. It it tells it it it, it furthers a story they're telling with Joe and Jay Lethal. I wouldn't consider Jay uh, Lethal Brand X. It's too obvious. Brand no, X it is, is it, obvious. Yeah, Jay Lethal would be the obvious. Jay Lethal or Satnam Singh would be the obvious choices. Yes. Yeah. I need I need a big return like a Miro. That's genuine Joker problem. Oh, absolutely. I would need or a big debut, Claudio Cameraman. Yeah, be that's genuine Joker. That would be product, genuine man. Joker products. I, I that I'm seeing lumbers down there. I'm thinking Brand X. I yeah. I don't. I don't. I honestly don't know. Um, what about Joker Sting? Where does he fall? I mean, that'd be interesting if Joker Sting put himself in the tournament in the finals with Joker Sting versus Darby Allen. Oh, that's because they're on Joker opposite side product. of the bracket. So the other and side look, of the bracket, the right side of the bracket, we get a dream match in the first round. We're getting Darby Allen versus Jeff Hardy. Yeah, and man. even tonight yeah. they're making a huge deal of that because it is a deal. Well, like yeah, the, yeah, the company was. I love Darby's prom, Darby and Sting's promo for that was, "Hey, this is going to be a real good match." And it's going to be Sting a special says, yeah. night. Yeah, 
I know you're going to bring it all. You're going to bring it. It's going to. He's right. It's going to be a special match. Yeah. I love that Sting completely like he Sting is being more influenced by Darby than Darby is I know, Sting. I know. It's fantastic because now Sting is talking like angsty teen. He's going to I, I want to start. I want to watch some Sting short movies, man. Oh, that'd be some great. Some of these uh, student films that Darby does. I want Sting to do some that'd of those. That'd be great. Uh, other first round match on the right side of the bracket. You got Adam Cole Bebe taking on Dax Harwood. Oh, that's going to be. That's going to be good. That's going to be great. That's going to be really good, man. That's going to be awesome. So those are on those sides of the bracket. Man, Darby versus Hardy. Who do you got coming out of that? So here, let's we'll start from the beginning. So Ray Ray Phoenix versus Kyle O'Reilly. You got to think Ray Phoenix wins that. Ray's got to come out of that. Ray's got to win that. Uh, then Joe versus Joker. It kind of depends on who Joker is. Ray's in a big thing right now with, with Hobb, though, with House of Black. I could, dude. I don't know, man. I could see this is how you. This is how it could totally go down. Kyler Riley beats Ray. Joe beats Joker. Joe versus Kyler Riley mm-hmm. in advance of Joe versus Adam Cole. Could be, or you could have if Jay Lethal is Joker, Joe beats him. Jay Lethal costs Joe his second round match against Kyler Riley. You can have the finals be Kyler Riley versus Adam Cole. Oh, you think they do that? They know. wouldn't do that. Because it'll probably be uh, Adam Cole will probably beat Dax. You know, I'd love to see Dax get a, a, a run in this tournament. I think that'd be great. That'd be terrific. But yeah, I think you're right. Cole's going to beat Dax. I think I honestly think Cole's going to win the whole damn thing. I think Cole's going to beat Dax. I think uh, Darby will here? probably beat Jeff Hardy. I mean, they might think to themselves, "Hey, have Hardy win here." Who's Darby? Darby's not really in a thing with anybody right now, is he? Well, kind of. I mean, the the the, the uh, Darby and Sting were watching Jeff Hardy's match tonight from the rafters, and that was before yeah. they announced the yeah. bracket. So, yeah, but weren't they were scouting for who they thought the opponent was going to be? Could be, but also the, over the last few weeks, they've been kind of dancing around, maybe uh, teasing something. But on BTE, even tonight, they they were kind of uh, setting up Young Bucks and Hardy. So who knows? Yeah, no, but my point is like I don't think there's anybody who's going to interfere on you know Hardy's behalf or Darby's behalf or something. No, like they're no, not probably really not. Feuds probably to not. that degree is no. the point. Um, I could see Cole, I, dude. I don't know. I'm looking at this. I th- I think it's going to be Cole versus Joe, but I kind of all it all depends on the Joker. Um, but yeah, the Joker. I don't know if it's Jay Lethal. Then you'd think that Joe's just going to beat him. Yeah, I mean they got like a million. They got that giant Saddam Singh guy there too. So who knows? Um, anyways, otherwise, uh, Dynamite, uh, another fun show, man. I yeah, thought there was good stuff. Episode. We had a we had W Morrissey showing up uh, from Impact. As expected, yeah. To take on uh, Wardlow, and uh, man, how great is it for W Morrissey? Uh, it wasn't that long ago that he was at, at a pretty low point. And he even talked about this yeah. in a promo on impact recently. Uh, he was at a real low point. And then to come back to the point where he is, where he's showing up in the best shape of his life, dude, you remember what he, he was not nowhere near this kind of shape in WWE. No, he no. is in phenomenal yep. shape. Yep. He's in and, awesome uh, shape. and doing really good work. And then Wardlow, I don't know about those high-flying moves from Wardlow these days. They look really cool. But, man, I thought he was going to snap his leg tonight. That that uh, move that he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, the, I don't know, it was a moonsault or whatever it was. Yeah. But uh, it looked pretty yeah. damn impressive. Um, and the, it, it, it totally popped the crowd, and then he doled out one powerbomb to W. Morrissey. Yeah. But Morrissey got a lot of his shit in, man. They yeah, really built him up like, hey, this guy's pretty special. So 
And Wardlow, he gets the biggest pops, man. This they're killing it with this Wardlow. They stuff. really are. They're they're killing base, it. I mean, especially this entrance tonight, echoing Goldberg. Oh, big time! You yeah. know the security yeah. leading him through the backstage area and the camera following him. Uh, yeah. The crowd chanting Wardlow in the same cadence as Goldberg. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's all yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. No, that that was really good stuff. So we can just go ahead and dive into sure. it. It kicked off with uh, the Owen qualifier, Jeff Hardy versus Bobby Fish. Adam Cole was on commentary. Uh, this was this was good stuff. Bobby Fish doesn't put on bad matches. Uh, Jeff Hardy gets the win here. <clears throat> excuse me, with uh, a swanton bomb. Uh, and then the Young Bucks come down. They sort of get in the Hardy's faces, not like being too aggressive, no. just like this is going to happen. And then Adam Cole even said, man, I'd love to see the Young Bucks. He'd give his left arm, boys. he said. Yeah, his left arm. Ooh, is that a clue right there, Larson? Some foreshadowing perhaps? But is, he actually, chugs. is he actually going to give his left arm? This dude is just sitting there thinking about Elden Ring the whole time. Uh, and then they go down and they check on Bobby Fish. They check on Bob Fish, yes. And then we got the uh, – they released it on social media in advance. But, man, this Blackpool Combat Club video package where they're all, they're all taking turns, simply beating the shit out of Wheeler Yuta while much. William yeah. Regal narrates it. It's pretty fantastic. Yeah. He needs to – Wheeler Yuta needs to recruit somebody else so that that dude would take – the brunt of this because yeah. yeah he's getting beat up and the thing is like the so they played about a minute of this on tv this thing's like a five minute long video yeah, package yeah. that they yeah, they yeah, released yeah. on social media it's brilliant it's regal just the way regal should be mm-hmm. just being a talking about slicing people's faces and shit yeah, yeah, like you know it, the whole theme is scars tell, tell the story, the story yep. of the pro wrestler yeah um and uh it, this is really terrific stuff of course that was in advance of Six-man action, Blackpool Combat Club versus Butcher, Blade, and Helico, a- a.k.a. Easy Pickens uh, for Blackpool Combat Club. And, uh, yeah, it was the same sort of thing. Uh, Danielson dropping those stomps on Helico while uh, Wheeler Yuta and uh, Mox are doing their various uh, submissions on the other guys. Dropping some 12 to 6 elbows, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're doing the elbows while they're doing the stomps. That's right. <clears throat> and then, and uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Brian the taps out in Helico with a triangle. Yeah. Uh, I wonder when they're going to start pushing Blackpool Combat Club to, I'll say, serious competition. No disrespect to Butcher and Blade and Helico. They're great. Yeah, no, easy pickings. That's who you mean. Yeah. yeah. Um, because I like, you know, the story of most of these matches is Wheel of Yuta gets isolated for a bit. Mox gets the hot tag, he goes on a run, and then either he or Danielson get the win, usually, although I think Yuta's gotten the, the, the pinfall win for him once, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, we know they dominate. Let's see them against the, stip- the stiffest of competition. That's what I want to see, you know? Well, let, let's ask this question. What are they going to do for double or nothing? I mean, these are the what? These are uh, uh, Andrade's guys, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, is it going to be like an Andrade? And, Andrade uh, wasn't know. out there. I don't think he cares. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just trying to think. No, if I they know. Step up to the you know the, the if they're climbing the ladder. I just don't know. I mean, is it are they going to be left off of double or nothing? That'd be well, let's weird, right? let's speculate on some other trios potentially. Of course, you got. No, talk about easy pickings. Like House of Black has been taking on the easiest of pickings lately. Yeah. But there's them. There's Cole and either the Young Bucks or Redragon. Okay. Um, There's Jurassic Express and Christian. Mm. Um, 
Death Triangle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Although they're in a thing with House of Black, so that probably ain't going to happen. Oh, that's right. They're in a thing with House of Black. Are they going to do like a nine-man triple threat trios thing? Will Julia Hart finally join House of Black then? <laughs> yeah. That's, they should have done that shit tonight, man. I know. The crowd was ready she, for it. They were going to pop the, if she had hit Griff Pillman with that chair. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You got to learn when to just pull the trigger. Stop, you know, man, you can only do the the, the teasing so much. I know. Again, this is one of those those segments. I'll I'll just jump ahead and get this point in real quick, where in another medium, that works. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like a horror flick. Yeah, yeah, exactly. On the stage, in a book, an opera, whatever. That kind of stuff works. But right there in the wrestling ring, it's two things. You set up an expectation. The crowd's ready to deliver on that expectation. When they do, it could be quite a moment. You don't mm-hmm. give it to them. It's deflating. Yeah. Second, as good as an idea as that could have been, in the presentation of the pro wrestling thing in the ring, it could come off as a little bit hokey. Yeah, and that that's what it did. It's just, it's just, it's like, <clears throat> realistically, why would the Pillmans have anything to do with her at this point? Like... <laughs> I appreciated the visual too right after they say she's only 20 years old. She's the youngest roster member. And then who walks up to her and puts his hands on her shoulders? Buddy Matthews. <laughs> it's not Aaliyah, dude. <laughs> um, yeah, no, you're right. It, it was, it was, it was, it was hokey. And, uh, and honestly, like it wouldn't have been if they just, you know, they had, they, the thing that bugged me was that they literally had all four corners of the ring. They owned all four corners of the ring because Julia was in one of the corners and the Pillmans had their back and commentary said, oh, they're protecting her. Then you do the thing. You have her load up that foot and you kick one of the Pillmans square in the balls. Yep. yep. And then that's it. You do it. I know. And then they, know, they got this weird stuff. A real simple thing they should have done, too, is not brought all the house lights up. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, keep it dimly lit. Give it atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 But uh so I, so yeah, I'm sorry, I, I like I like the idea of it. I liked where it was going, but you gotta follow through and give it a little bit more atmosphere so it doesn't feel like typical pro wrestling presentation. Anyways, we're getting ahead of ourselves here. No, I, I agree. I don't know who Blackpool Combat Club's gonna take on a double or nothing, but there's plenty of people. It's obvious that they're setting up this trios thing mm-hmm. uh as as a pretty big deal. But we are only about three weeks away from it, so That's they true. probably That's should true. get a move on. They with definitely that. should. Uh next we got a Ricky Starks Powerhouse Hobbs interview. Uh Starks, he's asked about 
taking on uh, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus for the tag titles. Stark's about to say that he's not scared. Jungle Boy interrupts. He says, you know, I took a week to think over your challenge, and it sounds like fun, but then I thought about it even more, and I want to spice things up a bit. So before you guys get a title shot for the tag titles, I want a shot at the FTW title. And Stark says, I accept your challenge. Next week, I'm going to show you, Jungle Boy, what a real man is all about. Yep. After that, we had a Keith Lee Swerve Strickland interview. Swerve says, Starks and Hobbs have unfinished business with us. He says, don't go for the prize when we got to pay that ass back. And then uh, Lee calls Hobbs and Snarks and Starks dubious for getting Taz involved in their match. And he assures them that they will swerve in their glory. It's a play on both of their things. So uh, they give, uh, after that, we get Wardlow versus W. Morrissey. As you mentioned before, they gave Wardlow the whole, basically a Goldberg entrance, except Goldberg isn't, you know, being let in like a prisoner. Uh, Wardlow has his hands cuffed, of course. And uh, the camera's following him from the parking lot with security. Uh, MJF comes to the stage, says, I'd love to say it'd be great to be back in Maryland, but then I'd be a lying piece of shit. Speaking of which... Here comes Wardlow. And uh, he says, Wardlow, I'm not staying out here because I can't stand seeing these fans. I'm watching this in the back. But you should be terrified of your opponent, William Morrissey. Uh, The crowd, this bugged me. I mentioned this in the pre-show. We're chanting, we want Enzo. At one point, Morrissey uh, mocks the the Enzo strut, which I thought was a good response to that. It was. Well, like half the crowd was chanting, we want Enzo. The other half was chanting, no, we don't. Shout out to those people. Yes. Shout out to that half of the crowd. Nonetheless, regardless of what the conversation was going back and forth in the crowd, the, the focus wasn't on Morrissey and Wardlow at that moment, where it should have been. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, so, uh, so yeah, anyways. Uh, yeah, he gets a lot of his shit in here. Yeah. Bashes Wardlow's head in the apron, hits a boss man slam, gets two with that. Um, at a certain point, Friggin' so Morrissey puts Wardlow up on the top. Wardlow's able to fight him off. He hits a moonsault, <laughs> which was nuts. And then uh, and then power bombs Morrissey for the win. I love that Wardlow is just busting out new shit every week. He did a moonsault last week. Oh, was it was it a moonsault like that? Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. He's a moonsault. It's before. awesome, man. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, it's awesome. I love that he's like, you know, people want to compare him to Goldberg. That's fine, but Goldberg never did cool shit no. like that, man. No. 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 So afterwards, uh, security gets in the ring to try to cuff him back up. Wardlow fights them all off, and then MJF and Spears come to the stage, and there must be like 20 security guards that come running out. And Wardlow destroys each and every one of them, and then awesome bombs one security guard onto another. Wardlow then grabs the mic, says, uh, uh, I'm not going to stop until I get my hands on you and you release me from my contract. War- uh, MJF has a mic, says, oh, you want your release? Well, how would you feel if uh, if we had a match? And if you win, I'll let you out of your deal. And then MJF says, all right, you're on. But I got a couple conditions, and I'll give them to you in a contract sign. But it's not happening tonight. It's going to happen in the most magical place in the world, Long Island. Next week. Yep. People love me in Long Island. But I don't know, man. That's going to be a real test for him because people love Wardlow. Anyways, uh, after that, we had Britt Baker, Jamie Hayter, Tony Storm, and Ruby Soho in that same interview room they're always in. Still yeah. just talking, still with the no touching each other stuff. Um, anyways, they got a tag match. It's opening Rampage. Special time because of the playoffs. Yes. Uh, it says, first time a women's match has opened the show. Brett says, every page of the AEW history book has my name written all over it. it says, uh, you can call me Britt Baker, the history maker. And then Ruby says, I'm tired of hearing you talk. 
I like that Ruby and Tony were wearing matching outfits. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, says uh, Tony can't wait to get her hands on Jamie, and that uh, Brit, you got a receipt coming. So I can't wait till Rampage starts. But if you're waiting for us to leave, we're not gonna move. And then nobody moved. They just sort of stood there. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and then uh, after that, we had the the Hangman Page interview. He comes out and says, "Be real easy for me to see how much I love CM Punk. How much I respect him." Be really easy to say how much I look forward to standing across the ring from him and shaking his hand. It'd be really easy to say how much I'm looking forward to having an all-time classic. It'd be easy, but it's not going to happen. Not going to happen. At double or nothing, there will be no handshake. Shake. There's not going to be a Bret Hart masturbatory tribute match. I'm going to destroy CM Punk. And Oof. the crowd starts chanting for Punk. And he, he finds a, a, a Punk fan wearing a Punk shirt. He says, hey, you. With Punk shirt on. After I'm done with Punk, you're going to go to the merch stand and get a refund for that shirt. He says, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but as champion, I guess I kind of have to. Punk ain't here tonight. And if I were a betting man, and I am, I'd say he's off filming another TV show. He's on. He was in that uh, that Mayan show, right? Punk. Oh, was he in the Mayans? M's the Mayans M's because obviously he was in. Uh, it was, he was in heels as well. Yeah, I, I just saw the, the thing last night that he was in Mayans. Nice. Yeah. I've not seen a lick of that show. Same. The 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 finale of Sons of Anarchy put me off motorcycle shows pretty much. Yeah. Completely. Um, so he says, but wherever Punk is, I want you to hear this. I'm going to embarrass you. Punk, you said you wanted to fight. I'm going to give you the fight of your life. And as I mentioned, he leaves the ring. He just stands ringside for a sec. And then walks. Yeah, man. He was like, that was a lot of talking. Maybe he was out of breath because he had COVID. Anyway. Oh, I'm sorry. Wardlow last week. Yeah, I think I'm looking at the match right now. I think I remember it was different than a moonsault. I swear he's hitting a moonsault before, though. I'm looking at this match right now. The Archer match this is such a good match. Oh, last week he hit, a, we he hit a, a, a swan top. Shoves him down. It's a swan Looks top. around. Gets up on top. Or MJF's yelling at him. It's a swan This top. fool goes up and, oh, my God. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was a swan top. That's yeah. what I thought. So it was something different. Cool. Uh, after that, we had this uh, video package for uh, God. How do you say his name? Konosuke Takashita. Is that right? Uh, something along those lines. Yeah, this guy's phenomenal. I've seen like little clips, little bits and pieces. I haven't. I obviously don't watch the YouTube shows, um, but uh, that's cool. He's uh, going to have a match on Dynamite next week, right? Uh, Rampage, I think. Oh, is it Rampage? Okay, yeah, because cool. J- next Jay Lethal uh, uh, and Sanjay Dutt have a promo, and they're saying, well. How come we didn't get the red carpet rolled out for us like he has? But he says, you know, our beef isn't with you. It's with AEW. But how about we go one-on-one on Rampage? And uh, Jay Lethal says, I'll show you what a real international superstar looks like. After that, we had Santana versus Chris Jericho. While the Jericho Appreciation Society were making their entrance, Santana hits Jericho with a gnarly suicide mm-hmm. dive. This was rad. They start off brawling ringside. I love that like Jericho Appreciation Society, they were so like flipped out by this suicide dive that they like they didn't try to like separate them or pounce or anything because Ortiz stepped up and backed them all I away. Know, it was great. That was awesome. That was great. Uh, a lot going on here in the end, though. Uh, uh, Angelo Parker produces Floyd, so Ortiz runs over, grabs a bat from, uh, takes out uh, Parker and Hager. And then Santana hits Jericho with a discus layer. That gets him a two count. Santana hits a, a cannonball in the corner. Uh, Daddy Magic. Matt Menard gets on the apron. 
Ortiz takes him out, but that distracts the ref. So Jericho, bang, low blow, Judas effect for the win. And afterwards, uh, Jericho Appreciation Society is attacking Santana Ortiz. And that's when uh, the Claudio cameraman was really noticeable. And I was like, oh, is Claudio going to make an appearance? Mm. And I was kind of, I didn't even notice the cameraman at that point, but I was like, is this, because is, they keep on pushing five versus two. Now, obviously, Eddie's going to be, you know, he's going to come back hopefully with no eyebrows, but uh, that still leaves two. That they I would know. Need if my math is correct there. Your math is sound, Steve. Nice. Hernandez. Uh, homicide. I know. That's still the best idea. God damn it. That would be the fucking best. And then, you know, you bring in to manage them. Like Kingston kind of manages it. Conan. Yeah. You bring yeah. Conan in. Yeah. <gasps> the whole crew together. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Is Diamante still working there? Yeah. Or no? Yeah. She had a match against Tony Storm on, uh, bring her along. on Darker Elevation. Yeah. She should already be with those dudes. Uh, anyways, uh, we had a, a really quick Samoa Joe and an awesome red polo shirt promo where he says, uh, he says, Jay Lethal, you're out here making challenges, but challenges are the territory of brave men. Are you brave, Jay? If this is WWE, Jay Lethal would then be renamed to Brave Jay. Uh, yeah. He says, this Friday on Rampage, I'm coming for Jay. It was great. It was great. I'm and Friday. then we had, I'm Friday. So then we go backstage in the gun club, uh, uh, Austin, Colton. Uh, Daddy, Papa, Papa, yeah, Papa, Billy Papa's Gunn. There. <laughs> so they they have these gifts with them, and they walk up to the acclaim, and they yeah. said, "We t- talked to our our Papa, our Dad, Papa. yeah, and, Dad, and we got you gifts." And so they open them, and uh, out of these boxes, the acclaim pull scissors. And they're yeah. like, "Oh, scissors! This is great, but what does this mean?" And and Billy says, "All right." Let's uh, uh, let's stick Bring it in there. In. Let's stick him in there, <laughs> and then they all start doing the acclaimed scissor thing. And what cracked me up is that caster. Then he has scissors in one hand. And he starts actually getting the real scissors in there, and they're like, "Whoa!" That was pretty funny. Yeah, this was. I just love Billy Gunn. That fucking giant statue of a person, Billy Gunn. Bring him in. Yeah, <laughs> he's got both. Stick hands it in up there, and then the kids, like his kids, are like doing a Gallus version of the three man scissors. Yeah. It was pretty funny. Yeah, that was that was really. I love I love that they always insist one of them has to say you know dad or daddy. The other one has to say another word for for dad. Yeah. This time it was papa. Papa. That cracked me up. That cracked me up. Yeah, it papa. was pretty funny. It was pretty damn funny. After that, we had the Pillmans. Oh boy. Julia Hart in the ring. So. Um, oh boy. Brian Pillman says, "I stand here, a very humbled young man." Talks about being humbled by a lot of things. John Harbaugh, the coach of Baltimore Ravens, they were Baltimore Knight, was in the crowd. I guess he was his he was. Pillman Sr., Brian Pillman Sr., a uh, college roommate at Mi- Miami okay. of Ohio. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, Pillman Jr. finally gets to a quote from John Harbaugh, which is, attack each day with, a, uh, with an enthusiasm unknown to mankind. And Pillman pretty much says, I haven't been doing that. Got complacent, got comfortable, lost that enthusiasm, and that's how the House of Black has drove us apart. He says, but today uh, uh, I, I, I feel that enthusiasm enthusiastic about keeping our group together house of black come on out so lights the way down. you read that by the way had about twice as much enthusiasm <laughs> and it was about as fifth as long <laughs> right exactly so yeah house of black come on down lights go down house of black make their entrance lights go down they're in the ring surrounding the pillmans julia stands in her own corner in the house of black attacks buddy lawn darts pillman into griff uh, uh, Brody follows the cannonball. Malachi walks up. Great. Yeah, it was really cool. 
uh, Malachi walks up to Julia, and then Buddy leads her over to Griff. He's lying on the mat. Brody hands her a chair. And at first I was worried because she had it positioned in the wrong way, like it wasn't the flat side oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. on the, the striking the area. Yeah. Right, exactly. So she raises it to hit him, but she can't. She doesn't do it. Malachi comes over. He rips the eye patch off of her face. And then those goons, the death triangle, come to the ring and make the save. And Phoenix, as your notes say here, uh, is wearing just an amazing-looking cape. It was, what, what was better, this or Idris and No-Face cape? Oh, it's, it was Idris and No-Face, but Phoenix was a Really good-looking cape, It was a too. great cape. It was a great cape. So when, when Malachi ripped off the eye patch from Julia's face, she instantly just put her hand over. Because, like, today... For weeks, she's had the 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 eye makeup kind of match of Malachi's under the eye patch, just kind of peeking out. It was like over half her face this time. It was there was a lot going on there. Yeah, yeah, there was a lot going. Like on. Like so much there. so, I was like, how come no one is saying anything about this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that's it, dude. It's one of those pro wrestling tropes that we've talked about before that WWE is usually pretty egregious in, in violating or 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 doing. And it's one of those things where it's like, why aren't they communicating? Why are they? I mean, maybe maybe on Dark Elevation, maybe in some other social media land, they do. Well, uh, yeah, I think but, I think Pillman initially called out House of Black on Darker Elevation. Okay, but did it, like, is there any footage of them being Julia? Let's talk about that eye. You really need to get it checked asked out. Asked me too many questions about this. I was I was more being you know oh this rhetorical it was a, it was a rhetorical question I, I'm not I know you don't watch those YouTube shows I know I don't either I don't know I don't but, know uh, you're just talking into a microphone I assume you're talking to me so no man I know you're not going to have the answer for no me. I don't have the answer for you uh so after that we had uh Jade Cargill Red Velvet Kira Hogan with Mark Sterling uh, Mark says hey they've kept the celebration going since Pittsburgh. Jade is 30 and oh, 0. Oh, this is a great idea. Jorge says, now we need an enforcer to give us the lowdown on elevation. Oh, that is a good idea. Answer those questions for Indeed. us. Indeed. So Sterling's putting over the baddies. Jade's 30 and 0. They had an incredible tag match. Uh, and Red Velvet qualified for the Owen tournament. And Red Velvet says, yeah, I qualify. I'm going to win the whole thing. So I like they're really pushing the three of them as, as, as a faction because they're pretty awesome together. I love the baddies. Yeah. I think they're great. They are great. Uh, after that, we had uh, this is just a holy shit match right here. Phoenix versus Dante Martin. We all knew it was going to be a holy shit match. You said this in the pre-show. You felt like this is sort of the tip of the iceberg of what they could do. And and you're absolutely right. And it was still incredible. Even the, even the tip of the iceberg, this was awesome. They did that thing towards the finish where uh, they go for um, like uh, – I guess they were going to go for like a Spanish fly, but they both ended up like jumping, like leaping and flipping off the top and, and landing, landing at the, sticking know, landing. landing at the same time. That was pretty great. That that yeah. backflip leg sweep off the second rope that Phoenix did. I had never seen anything like that. Yeah, dude. Like yeah. even 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 commentary had a hard time like describing and trying to ascertain what it was. It was pretty great. Oh my god, you get Jr. in there. He's completely. Oh man, what the, yeah, what, what, what was that? What uh, do you got there? What what's this? So the finish saw Phoenix looking for a muscle buster. Dante counters with a roll-up, gets him a two-count. Dante hits a super kick. He goes up top. Phoenix hits him in the back, and that's when they do the flip thing. Looks like uh, Phoenix is trying to go for a Spanish fly. Land on their feet. Dante hits a poison rana. He's looking for the nose dive. Phoenix evades and then catches him and then hits a, a driver. I think that was his finish in Lucha Underground to get the win. Could you imagine JR on NXT 2.0? Oh my God! Look at that! Yeah. Holy shit! Uh, where is that beach? 
But somebody show good old JR where that beach is. Oh my God. I want to do some sun tanning. Like I want a tanning bed. Where is that? JR's I'm hard right now. <laughs> Whoa, JR, relax. Like there's a couple times during matches where the action's like really good and he's going off on tangents. Oh, that dude will go on tangents, man. Oh man, that poison rana. Reminds me of this time I had to lay a bunch of poison traps for these rats in my house. You ever had poison crazy. oak, poison ivy? It's really irritating. <laughs> One time I got some of my balls. It was horrible. I got it on my hand, and then I went to go crank my organ. And I put my <laughs> hand down there, and I touched it, and I was like, oh, man, this is the poison ivy hand. <laughs> okay, well, we had the finish five minutes ago, JR. Anyways, after that, we had the Darby Allen promo. Hey, Jeff, match against you writes itself. And Sting says, I know you guys are going to pull out all the stops. It's going to be a special night. Yeah. Here's Joker. It was pretty mellow. It was pretty mellow. Uh, they made a Thunder Rosa promo. I like they gave, went out, let her go out there with the mic and tell her story. You know, the night, mm-hmm. the, the her first uh, appearance after she won the title, I feel like they were going to do something like this, or that was the expectation. And then they, she got interrupted by Nyla and Vicky. I'm happy. Got this opportunity. So she says... Everyone has a story to tell. I'm going to tell mine. It says it's full of good guys and bad guys, failures and successes. I'm going to start with the, the success. I'm the AEW women's champ. But when I came to AEW, I came with no expectations. I just wanted to elevate women's wrestling. But today I can stay here with a lot of confidence. I am La Maramara of this division as champ. I just want to wrestle the best competition. She says, let's talk about the failures. She says, before Thunder Rosa with Thunder Rosa, I would drive up the California coastline to watch one wrestler. And she says, right now I want to call out the number one contender. So Serena Deeb calls it, comes out. And then she says, uh, hey, Thunder Rosa, it's been a long time. I've watched you scratch and claw your way to the top. So respect to you. Uh, and she says, I truly believe that we can make this the best women's division in the entire world. But for that to happen, the best women's wrestler needs to be champ. And Thunder Rosa's like, well, I have title. Doesn't that make me the best? Yeah. It's like, this is, this is yeah, right this here. This would make me the best. And yeah, and then Deeb says, well, sure. You're the champ. That suggests you're the best. But me, everybody's saying this. Everybody in the locker room saying this. I'm on another level. I'm in a class all my own. It's about time I have the title to show that. And so Thunder Rosa says, well, you want to put a bet? You want to bet on that? Deep says, sure. I'll play Channel bet. points. So yeah, channel points. Uh, all in on channel points. Three of Deep on herself. Uh, <laughs> he says, I'm going to place a bet that you're going to have the shortest title reign in uh, history because at double or nothing, I'm taking your title. Um, that was punctuated by a John Silver promo. <laughs> it was flexing the whole time. He's like, CM Punk, we're fighting next week. Do you want to dance with the meat man? <laughs> you know why they call me that? Because I got these grade A sirloins. He's flexing. Massive arms. <laughs> next week, we're going to wrestle in my hometown of Long Island. Let's freaking go. Yeah, that's pretty great. Pretty great. Pretty hilarious. Yeah. Uh, we got our main event: Mercedes Martinez versus Deanna Prazo for the ROH Women's Championship, undisputed Women's Championship. Uh, Deanna's working Mercedes' arm early. Uh, at a commercial break, Mercedes uh, mounts a comeback, hits a quarter drop kick, gets a two. Uh, after that, Deanna looking for the Fujiwara arm bar. Mercedes powers out. Deanna hits a pump kick, moonsault, two count for her. Twice, Dion looked for the pile driver. Both times, Mercedes had to counter for it. Eventually, hit the double clothesline spot. Deanna goes up top. Mercedes punches her, slams her off the top, 
hits a curb stomp. She's looking for the dragon sleeper. First with the arm that Diana's had worked. And see that Diana like sinks her teeth into into Mercedes' arm. So Mercedes just whoop switches to the other yeah. arm. Yeah. Locks on the dragon sleeper. Diana taps. Yep. Solid bout. Really solid bout. Yeah, it was a really solid bout. I really like this. I uh, got a couple new patrons here. Uh, J. Feth Wyatt. Hope I pronounced that name correctly. Frenzy54. Sean. Josh Fields. And Nick Mazzaferro. Thank you very much for your support. We appreciate it. If you haven't checked out the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. We got a bunch of reward tiers there, including... Uh, uh, at the five dollar mark, get to check out our bonus episode every single week. Yesterday we did a uh, overrun, which uh, we took a look at ten things that have to happen at WWE Backlash. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so check that out. And then of course tomorrow we've got the numbers don't lie exclusive for patrons, YouTube channel members, and Twitch subs as well. We're gonna be taking a look at the career of Woo Ric Flair. Uh, first up, also if you can't get the show live, you can get on the Patreon, and leave us a question. Uh, Mayor Plant Houston says, is there a potential joker you could see coming in and winning the whole tournament? Claudio could. They can make that as a big thing for Claudio because everybody else kind of has, for the most part, I mean, you can you can get stories for everybody else to have some interference to protect certain people. Yeah, like I think, I think if it's Claudio or if it's Johnny Gargano, it's possible. Yeah. Yeah, Gargano's another good name for that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Miro, maybe, I guess, huh? If, yeah, if Miro's in it, you, you don't put him in it to take an L. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. It's certainly not a clean one, yeah. Uh, Wizard of Smoke says, should they make Dynamite a three-hour show? Mm-mm. No, absolutely not. He has a caveat here, but I'm with you. No, they shouldn't. What's the caveat? The caveat is that the, the other hour would be exclusively dedicated to women. Um, no, they need to learn how to, uh, they, they, why can't they balance that out in two hours? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Everybody else does it. Yep. Uh, let's see here. Uh, we've talked about that a little bit. Most supposed thank you three for the question. Is, we three hours about is too long for a, a weekly television or week. Weekly if it goes three hours, show. we're not doing this on Wednesday night. No. Three hours of any weekly wrestling show is too much. Yep. Don't need it. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Dog Authority figure says, who would be a better first trios champ? The elite. Talking, I guess, about Kenny and the Bucks. Or the Blackpool Combat Club. BCC. I'm all in on the BCC, man. Hell yeah, man. It's awesome. They wreck everybody. They do wreck everybody. Uh, let's see here. Um, uh, Gold Eagle here with the sub. Sorry, Gold Eagle with the sub. Thank you. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Shayvon said, after watching the FTR singles match last week, it reminded me a lot of the DIY singles match from the Cruiserweight Classic. Mm-hmm. In a couple of years, if FTR wants singles runs, do you guys see Dax and Cash having a feud similar to Champa Gargano? Sure. I don't know if they're ever going to want to do that, but I, it, it's a proper feud like that. I suppose it's possible. I don't, I don't know if they have any interest in it, actually. But I would be kind of surprised if they ever really wanted to do that. Yeah. Um, that being said... Uh, they seem to have the kind of goodwill with like every wrestling promotion. Yeah. That that's an interesting story. Imagine telling the DIY story through multiple promotions mm-hmm. through multiple years. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be that'd be kind of cool? That's something I think they could pull off. But again, I, I have no idea if they'd be interested. Yeah, in I don't that. either. I don't either. Uh, Mike, who here uh, says, uh, I was thinking earlier, what if the Joker is Kenny? Who wins between him and Cole? I don't, I have a feeling that Kenny's a ways out from from being healthy enough to return. 
Um, but you think if he came back, he'd be in it to win it. Yeah. And Cole yeah, went the, back on him, uh, you know, against him later on. The Owen tournament is too small for Kenny. It really is. When Kenny comes back, it's going to be above titles. Uh, let's see here. <clears throat> um, War Machine MJ says, given that New Japan doesn't have a women's roster but has a working relationship with well, they own stardom. Well, they're uh, the same think, parent company, yeah. Right, that's what I meant, yeah. Do you think stardom will play a part at the Forbidden Door? Uh, every indication thus far suggests no, but uh, I believe there has been some indication that there's some interest to do a stardom AEW show. Uh, David Matushek says, if MJF has any other feuds, should he use more mercenaries to take them out? And who should his mercenaries be? Yeah, I like that MJF's mercenaries are kind of forbidden door type stuff. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that idea. I think that's cool. Yeah, it's um, fun. As far as who it should be, he should have Zack Sabre Jr. be one of his mercenaries. That'd be great. I think it. That'd be great. Uh, Shane's birthday tweet, seeing the final competitors in the Owen tournament, uh, should have more dark horse wrestlers been involved. That would necessitate a larger field. I feel like that was kind of the qualifiers. Yeah, yeah. You know, you like need at least a 16-person 16, 16 field for that. An eight-person eight, eight person field is, is is you know, you're kind of getting the best of the best there. Yep, yep. Um, all right, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in. We appreciate it. We'll be back tomorrow. Tomorrow's our big streaming day, so at noon Pacific, 3 Eastern. Of course, we've got NXT UK. We're going to be watching that. Uh, right after that for subs, YouTube channel members and patrons. We got the numbers don't lie. Mm-hmm. And then later on in the evening at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, we've got the Smash Zone. No whammies. No whammies. Thanks, everybody, for watching. We appreciate it. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.